pet peeves a list. It's Saturday. You can pause to think and write one. I couldn't pinpoint your reason for the out of the blue wanting to create a list of peeves. But if we need a scapegoat, we can breathe easy to perhaps assign blame to a sense of boredom, a phrase read in a book, or a scene passing across the TV, triggering irritation, and irritation turning into ire. So here at almost 9.30 at night, I carefully think out the contents of such a detail and somehow may be a little hopeful that with each word typed out, some ill may be expelled, a wrongdoing expunged. Each line is a burden that is taken off my yoke. Sometimes I dream loftier and imagine myself buoyant and sin-free to be borne aloft on pilfered wings. It's a thought. It does little to comfort, but it makes for passable company. Shall you share in this endeavor and spill forth the little agonies that chip bit by bit at you, that you don't even realize what is occurring until you find you are less than whole. If we divulge enough of them at the same time, we throw off this servitude to a charade we never asked to partake of in the first place. We taste our freedom, and it makes our molars ache. Number one. Statements are statements, and questions are questions. The affectation to speech to make one sound like the other are not charming in the least. Number two, know the past. Not every bit of it, but acknowledge it because it isn't trifle or dated or embarrassing to know. It is your future too. Number three, make me do something filthy after I had just washed and dried my hands? Make me, I dare you. Number four, such a me generation that places me before you in both sentence structure and life practices is enough to bring tears almost each time. Number five, don't get a pet. Please, just don't. Instead, get that $600 novelty of a designer purse instead. Or that Tesla, because God only knows you'll fork over the cash to pay for it more willingly than when the time comes to pay for a poor sick animal you all of a sudden simply cannot afford. Number six, there is empowerment and it is exalted. And then, there is other, and the latter is easily touted to be the former. I am still pursuing the logic behind this phenomenon, and it is eluding me. Number seven, 
I long for deeds to be accomplished before merit is hard won, and not this showing up is half the battle drivel. Number eight. Sure, take a selfie or two or three, but I hope a catalog of history available to our hundred-year descendants doesn't make them archive us to historical data as a period steeped only in the most shallow and vain of pursuits. Number nine, reap, sow, reap, sow. The outcome is perfectly duplicated every time and yet the outrage and the shock is still genuine and the blame is flung every which way outward because the end result is always sour. The equation is simple enough and yes, the math needs to be tweaked a bit, you puff-lipped dolt. Number 10. The mirror isn't streaked or warped, so stop fooling yourself that what you see is illusion and own up to being depraved, naive, or insecure. Even we, cast out of heaven, can still feel the faintest fervor of love. Okay. So not simple minor irritations in a more conventional sense. But when is anything ever that simple or linear anymore? Even a mere decade, utterances, and they begged their own tangents, and the enmity widened and not the salvation. What pity that the confessional box no longer holds its magic of yore.